0: All right, bonus episode, first ever. First ever bonus episode. Breaking news. Breaking news. Well, I just want to comment because that has some good stuff for us Mm -hmm. to learn from. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're anywhere around the golf world, you've, uh, in the last kind of 12, 48 hours, it's been rumbling for a couple of months, but Mm -hmm. there's this kind of rebel tour. Mm -hmm. Greg Norman is the commissioner and the CEO. It's backed by the Saudi Arabian Sovereign Wealth Fund.
1: That's what I was going to ask. Is this the Saudi league that everyone's
0: talking about? This is the Saudi. Okay so 48 players a different format they're doing eight events um and essentially two billion has been committed to this startup tour this is like business is is
1: is this the one phil mickelson got correct obliterated
0: for saying he may join yep right and so and what happened was is phil's actually not down to play yet but they got dustin johnson oh they did they got dustin johnson and a bunch of other guys and everyone who hates this mm-hmm. is panning it. it's like this is crap it's not it's not gonna be any good um here's my take on it mm-hmm. given the fundamental belief in what we have around here is that like, yep competition is mm-hmm. always good mm-hmm. right that's the truth so i actually think that this is going to be great for golf mm-hmm. um the saudi it's kind of a you know it's Saudi Arabia does Formula One, the, both the European and the and the you know, US tours already have sanctioned events in Saudi and right throughout the Middle East. So I think it's a bit rich to say, we'll take the Saudi money when it's good for us. And you're bad for taking the Saudi money. Right. So let's yeah, because they're in.
1: offering these players like 100,
0: 100 million, 150 million bucks. Well, the, the time, word right? on the screen is DJ got 150. Oh just to trash. So <laughs> he's like, okay, that's on set forever. Yep. So but here's my thing. So here's a startup league, mm-hmm. right? Literally, it's a track. It's going to attract players, and it's not going to attract probably the top ten. Although DJ was top number one. He's 13 mm-hmm. now. He mm-hmm. just won the Masters two years ago. Mm-hmm. And the PGA is absolutely throwing a fit, and they're they're going to ban him. And they haven't actually come out yet and said what exactly they're going to do. But there'll be some sanctioning involved, maybe fines, mm-hmm. whatever. I think that's the wrong way for the PGA to play it. Mm -hmm. because i think you have to um if you don't believe competition is good yeah like you're going to get rolled over because Mm -hmm. and i think this ultimately is going to be fantastic for golf and you know it's funny when you read all the stuff from greg norman they're thinking they're thinking startup yeah like we're here for the long haul Mm -hmm. we've got runway out for three or five years By 2025, we want to do 16 events. And, like, it is just full startup mentality Mm -hmm. with an open checkbook, (laughs) admittedly. Yeah. And basically this kind of road league that I predict will be very popular. Mm -hmm. And I will also predict more players will, the best players in the top 100 in the world are going to go play there. And I don't think the European tour or the PGA tour is going to stop it. Yeah, my
1: Okay, so two, two, one question, and then and then a comment. It made me think of something uh, that's connected to it. There's, has there kind of been a debate over the last little while about the PGA being like a bit antiquated, like it's a bit old school, like the model is actually not great for for medium to like if you're not a top fifty, top hundred golfer, it's actually not that great for you, right? And I've read that they're trying to incentivize like players to start YouTube channels, like they're basically trying to make it. Yeah, not feel like an old man, you know, boys club or whatever. So, is some of that playing into it? Where like you have these people saying we can actually disrupt this sport and bring a whole new perspective into it.
0: I think that is hundred percent the case. Mm -hmm. Look, golf is a very it's a two hundred something year old game, right? Mm -hmm. Very traditional game. There's values around the game. There's a lot of golf is is your um you penalize yourself. It's unlike any other sport. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if I go, if my balls in the rough. And I go down to and I grab my club and the ball moves, I get to call a penalty on myself. Mm-hmm. But you didn't mm-hmm. see that. Right? So golf is phenomenal when it comes to. And the other thing that the PGA Tour has done really well is they have massively connected to charity. The reason I think yeah. golf has prospered, especially in the Tiger era and you know the Nicholas era, golf has always had this connection to local charities. Mm-hmm. So they have done phenomenal, you know, work at the mm-hmm. PGA Tour. Uh, billions raised for local charities wherever they play a tournament they're they're raising money mm-hmm. but anything that is around that long and and gets a little antiquated around some of its rules and and look only X amount of guys can tear it up on a weekend you can't mm-hmm. you can't have you know fields beyond like 150 mm-hmm. um but I I competition is good and mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is this league is going to develop and there's going to be room for both. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to see golf elevated Mm. because more competition is going to make people better. Yep. And so not just from tour to tour, but golfer to golfer. Yep. And if I'm out there grinding, playing for $4 million, like the winner of these events, I think it's Mm -hmm. like 4 million Mm bucks, right? Um, Like if you just won the PGA last week, I think you got two point something. Right. Right. So these are, it's going to attract more pros. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately it's going to be better for the game. It's going to be better for golf mm-hmm. uh, and golfers because the, that, that rising tide of that competition creates mm-hmm. everybody yeah. and, uh, it's going to be fun.
1: So, okay. So, you know, what this made me think of, so literally back in the fifties and sixties, there's a book about this called the 10 gallon war. And okay. it's, uh, this exact same thing happened in the NFL. So back right. in the fifties and sixties, you had this right. group of, I think it was like three or four owners who were like most of them in like tier two and three cities. The book is insane. I've always said it would make like a phenomenal television show. But it's basically about Lamar Hunt Jr. Right. Um, Actually, no, not Lamar Hunt Jr., Lamar Hunt, basically fighting for like a decade trying to get –
0: It's like NFC, AFC, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just the National Football League at the time or whatever. Right. And they kept telling him, no, you can't start a team. He had the cash. So finally he was like, forget it. I'm going to go start my own league. So he basically got on a plane – Traveled right. to all these different owners who he knew had been rejected. Yep. Started a competitor league, and yep. I think within three years had merged them. And yep. it's so cool because the way he he actually invented That's how the, the Super Bowl came about. The, he, right? It was came from both. He invented the Super. Well, the way he invented the Super Bowl was basically his league. You know, he started like the cheerleaders, and he basically like right. reinvented the live football experience. And basically, right. he was like, "We need to. I need to convince the NFL." to the hit the winner of the NFL to play the winner of the AFL right. and he was sitting at breakfast one morning watching his daughter play with one of those bouncy balls called a Super Bowl. Yep. And he was like Super Bowl. And yeah, that was essentially how he convinced the NFL to play which then merged the two his initial yep. team the uh, Dallas elevated Texans. the game, right? Yep. And the crazy thing is it started in Dallas and he started the Dallas Texans who was uh, competing against the Dallas Cowboys and the book is about Basically, the way they were stealing fans from one another and the, literally the modern day NFL wouldn't be what it was without right. him saying yeah. um, we can do better. So anyways, fascinating. So real uh, quick, here we are we'd... 50 years later and
0: right. and, and look and at what the big... NFL is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another analogy, Kerry Packer, uh, he's, a, um, he's an Aussie um, media guy. He's passed away now. He wanted to bring a new form of cricket. Mm-hmm. and it was a limited over game like mm-hmm. cricket is five days it's long you got to be really into it to like it I'm still into it mm-hmm. but he his idea is let's play a three hour match like baseball and cram it all in put the colorful jerseys on mm-hmm. like and at the time the establishment like he's a villain yep what happened that went global mm-hmm. right so these sports that ha- get challenged by other leagues and other formats elevate the game yep to your point cricket-hmm Bowl Mark, and Mark
1: Cuban. Mark Cuban did a lot of that on like the live arena experience in the NBA, right. and owners hated him at the beginning. They right. hated him, right. and now you know what he pioneered in maps. There's something about Dallas Sports Dean. I don't know what it is <laughs> that just we're just you're, no. you're biased.
0: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the live golf tour. It's starting next week in London, and then do a bunch of events here mm-hmm. uh, throughout the summer, and uh, it's going to make golf better. And it's kind of the the incumbent.
1: The behemoth incumbent can never not be disrupted uh, with the right people behind it. I love it. First bonus episode. We should do more of these. Totally. It's going to be good. Have a good rest (laughs) of the day. See ya. Bye.